Hey, just uh, before we before we get started here in a couple minutes, parents, this is just a reminder. If you have kids pre-K and under, they're totally welcome to be here in the service. There's also childcare available, so we'll give. If you want to do that, you can do that now, and then we'll get started in like two minutes. All right, before you stand, if you would slide and make some space as people continue to come in so they can see where, where some available seats are on the end of rows. We wanna welcome you uh, to our Good Friday service. Our entire hope for this evening uh, is to sing about Jesus, take communion and think about Jesus, hear from the word of God, and set our hearts and our minds upon Jesus so that as we move through the next few days in preparation for Sunday, uh, our hearts and minds are centered on, focused on Christ and his death, Christ and his resurrection, Christ and the good news of salvation by God's grace through faith in him for sinners the world over. Yes? And there is no Resurrection Sunday without the crucifixion on Friday. And so we just want to join together as a church family and celebrate uh, the wonder of Jesus this weekend with an opportunity to begin that tonight. So we're going to sing. We're going to hear from God's word. We're going to take communion together. Uh, our hope is that this is just kind of slow, like reflective time for us as a church family. So if you would stand and uh, join us in song.
Thank you for your son. God, that he would come, take on flesh, and also take on our sin, and go to the cross willingly, voluntarily, and humbly take upon himself the sin of the world that sinful people might be saved. God, would you overwhelm us with the reality of what that means and what that entails? God, would we stand amazed in the presence of Jesus this evening, we pray. Amen. You may be seated. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was formless and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. And then God said, let us make man in our image. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heaven and over the livestock and over all creation and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his image. In the image of God, he created him. And the Lord saw all that he had made and behold, it was very good. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And the man and his wife were both naked we're not ashamed. Then the Lord God commanded the man. He said, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day you eat of it, you shall surely die. But the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you'll be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was a delight to the eyes. And that the tree was to be desired to make one wise. She took of its fruit and she ate. She gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. And exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images resembling mortal man and birds and animals and creeping things. Therefore the Lord gave them up to the lust in their hearts to impurity to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves because they had exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served the creature rather than the creator who was blessed forever. And then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked. For the whole creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. And the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in all the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. 
Then the Lord said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. And then the Lord said to Abram, go from your kindred and your country to your, and your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will curse. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And he took him outside and said, look toward the heavens and number the stars if you're able to number them. Then he said, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord. And it was credited to him as righteousness. And Abraham became the father of Isaac. And the sons of Isaac were Esau and Israel. And the Lord brought Israel up from the land of Egypt and redeemed them from the house of slavery. But Israel did not listen to God's covenant and refused to walk according to his ways. They forgot the works and the wonders that he had shown them. When when he killed them, they sought him. They repented and sought God earnestly. They remembered that God was their rock, the most high God, their redeemer. But they flattered him with their mouths and they lied to him with their tongues. They even sacrificed their sons and their daughters to the demons. They poured out innocent blood, the blood of their sons and their daughters. So the Lord gave them into the hands of the nations so that those that hated them ruled over them. Yet he, being compassionate, atoned for their iniquities and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often and did not stir up all of his wrath. Nevertheless, he looked on their distress when he heard their cry. For their sake, he remembered his covenant and relented according to the abundance of his steadfast love. And the Lord raised up judges to deliver them from the hands of those that plundered them. But Israel did not listen to her judges. She played the harlot after other gods and bowed herself down before them. Then all the elders of Israel, they gathered together and they came to Samuel at Ramah. And they said, now appoint for us a king to judge us like the other nations. And the Lord said to Samuel, listen to the voice of the people in regards to all that they say to you, for they have not rejected you but have rejected me from being king over them. Nevertheless, the people did not listen to the voice of the Samuel. They said, no, but we shall have a king over us, a king to judge us like the other nations, to judge us and go before us and fight our battles. Then the Lord said to Jeremiah in the days of Josiah the king, have you seen what faithless Israel did? She went up on every high hill and under every green tree and played the harlot there. And I thought, surely after she has done these things, she will return to me. But she did not return. She polluted the land and committed adultery with rocks and with trees. For a spirit of harlotry has led them astray. Their deeds will not allow them to return to their God, for a spirit of harlotry is within them, and they do not know the Lord. What then? Are we any better than they? Not at all, for as we have already charged, both Jew and Greek are all under sin. For as is written, there is none who is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. They have all turned away. Together they become worthless. There is no one who does good. Not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of bitterness and curses. Their feet are quick to shed blood. In their path are ruin and misery. The way of peace they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But behold, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. Not like the old covenant that I made with their fathers when I took them by the hand and led them out of Egypt. My covenant which they broke, though I was their husband. But this is the new covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them and write it on their hearts. And I will be their God and they will be my people and they shall all know me from the least of these to the greatest, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquities and will remember their sins no more. 
Therefore, say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, it is not for your sake, O house of Israel, that I'm about to act, but for the sake of my holy name, which has been profaned among the nations to which you came. And I will vindicate the holiness of my great name, which has been profaned among the nations, which you have profaned among them. And the nations will know that I am the Lord, declares the Lord God, when through you I vindicate my holiness before their eyes. I will take you from the nations and gather you from all the countries and bring you into your own land. I'll sprinkle clean water on you and you'll be clean from all your uncleannesses and from all your idols I will cleanse you. I'll give you a new heart, put a new spirit within you. I'll remove the heart of stone from your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk according to my statutes and to be careful to obey all of my rules. For I am the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness, keeping steadfast love to thousands and forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. For the law came in that the transgression might increase. But where sin increased, grace abounded all the more. So that as sin reigns in death, even so grace would reign into eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son. And will call his name Emmanuel. And he will save his people from their sins. And the government will be upon his shoulders. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. God, after he spoke to our fathers and the prophets long ago in many portions and in many ways, in these last days he has spoken to us in his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things and through whom he also made the world. He is the radiance of his glory and the exact representation of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. And when he had made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning and all things came into being through him. And him was life. The life was the light of men. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. Glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. But the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. For He grew up before them like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep who before it shears is silent, so he opened not his mouth. And by oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off from the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people, yet they made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, though he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him, he has put him to grief. And when his soul shall make an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring and prolong his days, and the will of the Lord will prosper in his hands. Of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be counted righteous, and he will bear their iniquities. 
Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he will divide the spoils with the strongs. For he has poured out his soul unto death and was numbered among the transgressors. Yet he bore the sins of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. itself up to it's the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem where he will die for the sins of the world on a cross that he did not deserve. I want to invite you this evening in your own time to come and take communion. There's there are elements up here. Uh, there's like no real time limit here. We're going to play a couple of songs. You're welcome to stand up and join in with us. Before you come and take communion, you're welcome to sing from your seat. You're welcome to just come up and grab your elements and take those right away. We want you to have some time and some space to reflect upon the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. So we'll play and sing. You're free to join in. You're free to use this time in reflection. Take your time with communion. We'll do this as a church family. Uh, and then we'll continue uh, on hearing from more of Scripture. If you need gluten-free, it's all the way over here on my right. Sons of mountain grandeur, creation's majesty, the glory of the sunrise shining over the single greatest wonder my soul has ever seen is the Lamb of God on Calvary. Blazing stars that reach me from distant galaxies, the oceans they are speaking since so deep but still the greatest wonder my soul has ever seen is the Lamb of God on Calvary Behold the Son of God who takes away our sin behold His perfect sacrifice Behold now unseen your love will be my end 
anthem for all eternity and the most enduring wonder my soul will ever see is the Lamb who conquered Calvary. Oh, the Lamb of God of victory. Behold the Son of God who takes away our sin. Behold His perfect sacrifice. Behold the Oh 
written in his day. And there may I, though vile as he, wash all my sins away. Wash all my sins away. Wash all my sins. Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why do you spend your money on what is not food and your wages on what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me. Eat what is good and delight yourself in abundance. For he said, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. And you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace, you've been saved. And while we were still helpless at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For God who said that light would shine in the darkness has shown in our hearts the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us to adoption as sons through Jesus Christ to himself, according to the kind intention of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace. Those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. And those whom he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. For we were buried with Christ in baptism into death. In order that just as Christ was raised from the dead to the glory of God, so we too might walk in newness of life. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone. Behold, the new has come. For the love of Christ controls us. For we have concluded that one died for all. Therefore, all have died. And he died for all so that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. And all this is from God, who through Christ has reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ. So go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. For Christ was slain, and by his blood he ransomed men from every tribe and tongue and people and nation. So love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And do not love the world or the things of the world. For if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. And do not be surprised, brothers, that the world hates you. Jesus said you'll be hated by all on account of my name, but it is the one who endures to the end who will be saved. A disciple is not above his teacher. A slave is not above his master. Do not fear those who kill the body but are unable to kill the soul. Rather, fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Therefore, if anyone confesses me before men, I will confess him before my Father who is in heaven. And if anyone denies me before men, I will deny him before my Father who is in heaven. For whoever wishes to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake, he is the one who will find it. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil falsely against you on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great. For all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. So suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. For this reason I endure all things for the sake of the elect, so that they might inherit salvation through Jesus Christ and with it eternal glory. For this light, momentary affliction is producing us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison. As we look not to the things that are seen, but the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are unseen are eternal. And after you've suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. And so we exult in the hope of the glory of God. But not only this, we exult in tribulation. For we know that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint. 
For the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Keep sober in spirit and fix your hope completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. But know this. If the master of the house had known what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake so that his house would not be broken into. Therefore, you must also be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour that you do not expect. Who then is the wise and faithful servant whom the master has set over his household? Blessed is that servant who he finds so doing when he returns. I tell you the truth, he will set him over all of his possessions. But if that wicked servant says to himself, my master is delayed, begins to beat his fellow servants and eats and drinks with drunkards. The master of that house will return on a day that he does not know and an hour that he does not expect and will cut him to pieces and will put him with the hypocrites. And in that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command and with the voice of the archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God. And John saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And the one who is seated on it is called Faithful and True, and with righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like flames of fire, on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written which nobody knows but himself. He's clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven arrayed in fine linen were following him on white horses. And from his mouth comes a sharp sword with which he shall strike down the nations and he will rule them with a rod of iron. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. They will make war with the Lamb. But the Lamb will conquer because he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. And those who are with him are the called and the chosen and the faithful. And the devil will be thrown into the lake of fire. And death and Hades will be thrown into the lake of fire. And everyone whose name is not written in the book of life will be thrown into the lake of fire. And then he saw a new heaven and a new earth. And a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is among men. And he will be with them and they will be his people and God himself will dwell among them. And he will wipe every tear from their eyes. And there will no longer be any death. And there will no longer be any mourning or crying or pain for the first things have passed away. And he who sits on the throne says, Behold, I am making all things new. And then he said, Right, for this is faithful and true. He said, It is done. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And I will give to the one who thirsts from the springs of the water of life without cost. And he who overcomes these things will be my son, and I will be his God. And the one who testifies to these things says, yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to make you stand in the presence of his glory, blameless and with great joy, to the only God, our Savior, Through Jesus Christ our Lord, be glory, majesty, dominion, and authority before all time, now and forever. Amen. Hey!
Savior display and criminals Darkness rejoice as though heaven had lost. But then Jesus arose with our freedom in hand. That's when death was arrested and my life began. For your grace, so free. Praise God. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for this service. It's such a, such a treat to be able to gather together as one service. We were split up into three, and so to gather together tonight as one, to just celebrate what Christ has done for us on the cross is an unbelievable gift. Amen. Amen. Hey, come back on Sunday. The times, they're normal times. Um, if you, we've been making the plea all the, all the time. If you've been in first service, please try to make it to first service again. And the third, the same. The second's probably going to be packed. But what a great treasure it is we have in Christ. Amen. And what he's done for us on the cross. Would you, would you uh, just join me in prayer tonight and then come back again on Easter as uh, Sunday's coming. Here we go. Father God, we love you. We thank you for this awesome opportunity tonight that we've had to hear from your word. God, you are amazing and you have conquered death and the grave. You did not stay in that tomb, Father but tonight we reflect and we, we know the price that you paid. We want to give you praise for that. And God, we want to celebrate as we come to Sunday and as we know what that means. God, would you help us across the world to celebrate and to lift you high? Because Father, you are worthy of our praise. We give you this time and ask that you just be with us as we go. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 God bless you.